I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Hope everybody's good. I'm good. We're good. Let's go first to the guy who seems like he's always good. Very positive all the time, unless occasionally he's not. And then we send him to therapy. That's right. Eddie, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys. So I always proud myself as like the parent that comes uh, up with like very unique uh, discipline things for my kids, right? You locked your kid in the bathroom once and made him look at man in the mirror. Listen to the Listen song. to the Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. song. Yeah, because it look all look at himself in the mirror. Because it all starts with a man in the mirror, right? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. so the new one I have is called Trash for Trash. Lately, my kids have been walking around calling each other trash. Like, oh, you trash, bro. You trash. They play games. Ah, oh, you're trash. You're terrible. I say, all right, next time I hear one of you guys call your brother trash, you're going to take the trash out for one week. I like it. How's, yes. it, how's it work? Well, so good. It all started like two days ago. No one has called anyone trash. I'm sure they're hearing NBA players or people play basketball. Yes. Like that's the term, like you're trash. That's what I get told when I play NBA online by kids. Me too. But they you're, trash, you're trash, old you're man. Trash. <laughs> Wait, how do you know I'm old? A player looks young like yours. Oh, you we can sound, tell. You're you trash. Sound old. 
Yeah, it's, it hurts. <laughs> my wife was in there with me once, and I had it on speaker through my remote where you could hear the people talking to me. And I was playing, and these kids were like, you're trash. You're terrible. Hey, Bobby, you're trash. And she just felt bad for me. She goes, oh, I, I felt what it was like for you to get bullied. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was getting bullied by like 9- and 10-year-olds. <laughs> They're like, you're trash. And they say bad words. They say bad yeah, words. Yeah, man, they're mean over there. Bad words. All right, Eddie, thank you. Yep. Up next, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Lilla Lunchbox. <laughs> Guys, usually I complain about my in-laws, like how it's awkward. My mother-in-law hits on me a lot. But I'm going to tell you, when they come and stay and take care of my kids, they do a, an amazing job of cleaning the house. I don't know what they do if they feel bad for us. But you come back and they have everything spotless, all the laundry done, the toy room cleaned up. It's amazing how with the three kids, they still have time to clean, but say thank you, in-laws, for actually doing something, and I appreciate you. Do you ever feel like you want to invite them just so the house gets cleaned? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, I want them to come visit more often if they're going to clean like that. <laughs> like, can they come in on a Tuesday and leave on a Wednesday? Oh, oh it would be, be so But great. have plenty of time for house cleaning in the middle. All right, up next, here she is, Amy. Good morning, Amy. Well, I'm starting to be that mom that gets really worried watching her son play football because the hits seem to be getting harder. And my son is very timid when it comes to tackles and whatnot. And we keep telling him, you have to go all in or you're going to get hurt. But now he just lets them push him around. And I swear, this last game he had, he got knocked down so many times. And I was so worried. But what I am most proud of is every time he got knocked down, he got right back up and That's still a, got a really in the good game. good song about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chumbawamba. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> and, and I get, I get up, up again. again. The, the good news is he's getting hit all the time. Because, well, why is that good news? Because that means he's in the game. That's right. True. If he's on the sideline, you ain't getting hit. Also, people would always tell me to go all in. <laughs> yeah, right. I was small. Not as small as Amy's son. But, he's the smallest on the team. But wasn't a whole lot bigger. And I was like, no, I ain't going all in. I'm going for ankles. And <laughs> the only time that I would ever get just really nailed is if I caught the ball. And had no choice. And then it doesn't hurt that bad because you're running with the ball, your adrenaline's up. But defensively, he's like me. I give him some tips. When the ball carrier's coming at you, oops, I slipped. <laughs> That's tip number one on how not to get hurt. All right, Amy, thank you. All right, Ray, set me up, buddy. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, in his yard, sometimes you'll see a fox in his house really rocks. Oh, Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. <laughs> it rhymes. Whatever. I like, it. I like the extra effort. <laughs> so we ordered some food yesterday. And it was said 40 minutes or so, which it often does on Uber Eats. And it gets there in like 42. And I'm like, dang, I've got to love it. And I do my tip ahead of time. And if the service is really good or they leave a little note or something, I always up the tip. But I feel like I'm pretty generous on the tip anyway. So I leave the tip and I go out and take the food inside and I look in and it's, oh, everything's wrong. And the name says Richard on it. Oh, it's no. For me. Oh. Okay. Now, accidents happen. I've had many jobs where I, heck, on this job, there was an accident once that... Well, got to find a million dollars for. <laughs> That's a big one. So I understand accidents. So there's now a button to get hold of your driver back after they're done. So I went back into it. Same place you can tip says contact your driver. Boop, push a button. They go, all right, please hold. We're going to connect you with your Uber Eats driver. Hello. I say, hey, man, I got Richard's order. You just left my house. So you have ours still. And I think come get this one. Still take it to Richard because you only left like four minutes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Cool. I'm waiting. Wait, he never showed up. Never said what? Never showed up to get Richard's order. So we have Richard's order at our at, at our house. <laughs> you still have We've it. We've thrown it away since now. <laughs> but I called him. Do they just not care? I don't think so. And then so. was he going to leave my order at Richard's? <laughs> Probably. Was he just going to go home because he didn't have Richard's order? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So what would you have done about the tip? Because you can go back in and change it. Oh, take it back. 
Would you take it back fully? And then would you say something like a th- they have thumbs up, thumbs down? Would you thumbs down it? 100% thumbs down. Take the whole tip back because you didn't get what you ordered. So they did nothing. And I called him and talked to him and exactly. said, this is what's up. And 100%. He said, and he, he said it's oh, on the way back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Revoke it. Yeah, what would you have done? No, I'm just going to get my money back from wherever I ordered from and leave everything with him the same because he knows where I live. I didn't get my money back. I'm so stupid. You can do that. You can um, do it now. The order was wrong. Money back. They, they refund you so fast. How can you prove that now, though? That's been a while. Well, I gave him a thumbs down. I didn't write anything. I sent. I did a thumbs down. Oh. And, and I'd be I did, scared, Richard. And I tipped him 15%. What? Oh, that's not bad. Instead of 20 or 30. Okay, okay. not bad. Okay. What? What? I would. I would have gotten my money back from the restaurant. I didn't do that. I'm an idiot. No. No tip and thumbs down and Yelp review. I already yeah. felt like I was really doing him wrong by going <laughs> thumbs down on it and cutting his tip. And then poor Richard never got his never food. got his food. Mm-hmm. Richard, well, you, if you're was, listening, bro, we got your biscuits. Was his food good? Like, could you have eaten it? I'm not eating somebody else. It just felt weird. Yeah. So no, we didn't need it. It had some meat on it that we ended up giving to Eller. Yeah. You taught the driver nothing. Now he thinks, man, this house, if I ever get the order again, psh, I just leave the wrong order and I get 15%. Well, that was the situation. I did, I, I'm so dumb. I didn't think about getting my money back, but mm. I can now. Yeah. I can log in. I can go I now and try so. to get it back. All right. Uh, all right. Glad you guys are here. That's what's up with us this morning. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend and I have been together for nearly a year. We started to talk about a future and even buying a place together. I honestly couldn't be happier with the way things are going, and I'm completely secure in our relationship, except for one thing. He has a clock that hangs in a prominent place in his living room that has his last name on it with established in the year he married his ex-wife. Which, that, that's bizarre. Yeah. He explained before that it was a wedding gift from one of his family members and he just really likes the clock. I don't have any reason to believe he still has any feelings for his ex-wife or regrets their divorce. I think he does just really like the clock, but I do not. Since it's not my house, would I be overstepping if I ask him to get rid of the clock? Do I wait and see if he'll eventually get rid of it? What do you think? Thanks so much. Signed, thinking it's time to let go. Well, he has to get rid of this clock. Especially if it has a reference to him and his ex-wife getting married. That's weird. I don't care if he likes the clock. I'm going to say this. If you're going to wait for him to get rid of the clock, he'll never do it because he'll never think of it like that. Right. Sometimes we as guys have to be told why we're making bad decisions. Sometimes we're told we are making bad decisions. And I think if you say to him, hey, that clock makes me feel uncomfortable because of that established, I think he'll probably take it down. If he doesn't, I think he's not valuing your feelings over his own like of the clock. Because he could also think that the reason you're saying it is dumb, but what he should value over that is your feelings. Exactly. Even if he thinks, well, that's dumb. I like the clock. Even if he thinks that, he should still value the fact that you are uncomfortable with it over the fact that he likes the clock. And it's probably the establishing that's really, because her eyes have to see that and that's what makes her think of it. Because you have to think if someone shared their life with someone else and there's things they acquired, like, I don't know, did did, did you and your ex-wife have that chair? What about the dishes? The, there could be lots of things that fall into that category and you can't get rid of everything. But I think it's that established. That's absolutely it. Is the, the thing that's bothering her. If you tell him you're uncomfortable with it, he should take it down regardless of how he feels about it. That's it. He may think it's dumb. He may think it's the stupidest thing ever, but he should value your feelings over that. Lunchbox? It's easy. You want to clean that clock, right? So you get up there, you start cleaning it. Oh, 
accidentally knocked it down. It broke. Problem that is, was, if you already let him know you didn't like that it. That was going to say, if you haven't told him you don't like it, uh, that's the only way. If you don't have that conversation, then you can accidentally break it, and then there never has to be this awkward conversation, and it's all good because the clock's gone, and you buy him a new clock. Or you just dress all in black. Oh, oh and, and in the middle of the night, it. come with a flashlight. <laughs> you go in, you yeah, you sneak in, you break in, you steal it, <laughs> and you get out, and he never knows it was you. Now, he may have some PTSD about people breaking into his house, and that's the whole thing. <laughs> it would be a good feeling, though, if he just did it on his own. And, like, one day she walked in and it wasn't there. My boyfriend in college, he had a picture of him and his ex-girlfriend up on his nightstand. And we were dating. We weren't, like, official. Why would he ever have that if he was dating I, somebody else? Oh, my goodness. But we again, had just he didn't started know. dating. He, still, again, this still. is to your point, Bobby, of, like, sometimes boys just don't think of what it is. But I remember one day, like, going into his room and suddenly the picture was gone. And I never said anything about it. But it, like, to me, it felt good. I was like, oh, we're probably now more official. Like he realized, oh shoot, I probably shouldn't have this picture up. This is weird. Were you guys ever official? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, we were official. And she but said no. She's like, nah, we never really. Yeah, nah, we never no, but I'm just saying it feels good if the guy could figure it out on his own too. The clock should come down. Even if he thinks it's dumb, he should value you over the clock. Yeah. Thank you for the email. If you want to email us, it's very easy. Morgan, what's the address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right. Thank you, guys. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I want to bring on Brian Swanson because he removes animals, but he doesn't kill them. And so I did an episode of Breaking Bobby Bones with, with Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, pretty good. I got a question uh, for you. We've got some foxes and... I mean, it's a whole family of them, multiple. And they've been in our yard, and one of my dogs is a hound dog, and she's, oh, all the time. And there are little dead animals all in my yard, too, like little rats and little, these foxes, I guess, gather. And so I, I'd mentioned on the show that I want to get rid of the foxes, but I don't want to kill them. And then people said to me, why would you want to get rid of the foxes? So can I ask you that first? What, why would I want to get rid of these foxes? If your dog's in danger, like if your dog goes to attack, the fox, and that could be an issue. You know, I, I don't know how big your dog is, but uh, they do hold their own, and uh, they do carry rabies. So that that would be a, a reason to get rid of the foxes. I mean, that's enough right there, right? Yeah. The rabies. And do foxes? What are these little mice or little rodents? Do they kill little things and drag it to their home? What's happening in my yard? Do you know? Yeah, they're leaving you a little present. I don't like the present. It's one of the worst <laughs> presents I've ever had. So they all rolled together, and I was talking to my wife about trying to get rid of them. And she was like, I don't want to get rid of them if we have to kill them. And I said, so you'd rather leave them? She goes, I'd rather take them, trap them as a family, and then put them in the woods as a family. Do you have like a family trapping kit or something, Brian? So when we relocate our animals, we always try and bring them to the same place. So yeah, if if we set enough traps, we can generally get them most of the family together. Um, but yeah, we, we always, that's one of our, our, our missions is always to keep a family together. Okay, well, I'm going to have to get you out of my house to try to trap these foxes or something because they're morning, night. Eddie's seen them. Oh, yeah, they're a lot of them. They roll, they're big. I think they're getting bigger. They're inviting friends over. It's like a house party sometimes. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. How hard are foxes to trap? They are one of the most difficult animals to trap. They're Great. They're very big on scent. So if they smell anything that spooks them, they're, they're not going to go anywhere near that trap. Is there any way I can just become yeah, friends with them? Like, <laughs> That's cool. I form a bond. Like Everybody zigs, and they trap them and get rid of them, or they kill. What if I like zag, and I leave little treats and little notes that say, guys, chill. Oh. Is, that, is there any way? I mean, 
they might be receptive. I mean, they are leaving you gifts. I mean, mm. so they reached out first. Okay, <laughs> so then I can I can call you and maybe you can come over and trap these things for me. We could be there today. Well, a little oh. quick. Wow, <laughs> you're not ready to say goodbye that fast. Well, we need to have proper goodbyes first. You know, I need to. We need to have a moment. We spent like five months over at the house, like trying to get rid of them. What are you gonna say? Well, that's sweet. Did you hear what he said? I never thought of it this way. They're bringing you gifts when they leave you the mice. It's a gift to you. Bobby doesn't want but the mice. But they're ripped in half, and their okay, eyes but, are ripped out, but, and yeah. they're half eaten. But, but Brian's saying that's a that's a thing, right? That's what cats do. They bring home little treats. That's they have the rabies. Currency. They don't have money. They have they have mice and rats. Abby has some questions Rabbit. for Brian, which, by the way, you guys can go to animalsremoved.com. That's Brian's company, where they specialize in trapping animals and then humanely putting them back out in nature, not killing them. Uh, Abby, what would you like to ask Brian? What if you find like an injured animal in your yard or like a baby without its mom? What are you what are you supposed to do? So it depends on where you live, but there's this amazing place called Walden's Puddle. They're up in Jolton, Tennessee, and uh, they rehab wildlife, either orphan babies or injured animals, everything from, you know, they have owls there, they have deer, they have everything. So if you find something uh, that's injured or orphaned, then they can help and they're, they're literally angels out there we go out there volunteer and help them out as much as we can but they take care of all that abby what else you have for them okay so i got back from vacation once and i got home and i have a wreath on my front door and there was a bird's nest with like four eggs in it and i was like if i move it will the the mom ever come back so i didn't touch it and then it was on my front door and i was going in and out so but would it have come back if i did move it Technically, um, there's only three species of birds that you can even touch their eggs. Pigeons, starlings, and sparrows. If there's any other species, uh, you can get in big trouble. Even like just a blue jay or robin, they're, they're all protected. Um, so you have to leave them. The mo- moms will usually come back and, uh, and, and take care of them. So what does that mean? You leave it forever? They just own It's a squatter? They just live in your house? Yeah. They live on your door now? That's it. They're a protected <laughs> species and they made a nest. And they're there. That sucks. <laughs> and what does he mean, like big trouble? Jail time? Yeah. Fine, probably. Yeah. Federal thing. Then what yeah. do I wow. do? If there's a bird, there's a blue jay on my front door <laughs> that built a nest, do I call somebody or do I just go, well, that sucks? Uh, well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Abby, one more question for Brian. How do you get over like a fear or a phobia of like um, snakes, lizards, frogs, like any, uh, any moving creature or bugs outside? Okay. So, that's funny you ask, because I'm teaching my son um, that stuff. So he, my son's four years old, and he caught his first snake just this last week in, in our garage. So we had the garage door open, a snake must have got in. It was like a tiny milk snake um, sticking around as a pencil. But he caught it, and he's holding it, and I'm like, I said to him, it's going to bite you, but it won't hurt. So he let it bite him. <gasps> He went, first went like, ah, and he's like, wait, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> and he started laughing. I said, that's right. So not all snakes are bad. There's only, here in Tennessee, we only have four species that are venomous. But So he he's already over his fear of snakes. He's wanting to go hunt and find snakes with me now. <laughs> so if you're scared so of it, let it bite you. That's not going to work for me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, foxes. Okay, yeah. come here, buddies. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> okay, so we learned a lot about animals, and I learned we've got to get Brian out to the house to get rid of these foxes. 
humanely. Uh, AnimalsRemove.com is Brian's website. Brian Swanson of Complete Animal Removal. Brian, thank you for your time and your knowledge, and I will be seeing you soon. That sounds great. All right, there he is. All right, Brian, see you, buddy. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a family in South Carolina that was really freaking out because their six-year-old Jonathan Millard had gone out the back door and wandered off into the woods. And it was about four o'clock at night. It was about to get dark and they had no idea where he was. Well, Jonathan has autism. And so they called the sheriff's department and said, we really need help to find him. And they were worried because when they showed up and volunteers showed up and they were doing a little search party, they said that with autism, you really can't yell his name as strangers because he'll see that as like, oh, no, these are strangers. I'm going to go the other way. So they were really having a hard time finding him, and no one was really yelling his name. Well, a couple of volunteers that were there, they had this thermal vision binoculars where you can look in the woods and just detect things by the the temperature of their body. They spotted Jonathan and were able to get him home safely That's just cool. because they had these binoculars. Wow. That's pretty cool. And good really that they cool. knew that, too, about yelling, like strangers yelling. Yeah. Because I would have just been yelling. And then that needs to be communicated to everyone. I had some of those thermal glasses when we were shooting our Nat Geo show, Breaking Bobby Bones, which you can watch on Disney Plus, we were in Montana and it was nighttime and we had to make sure that the sheep didn't get attacked by wolves or bears. So you would look in these to see if there's any animals coming at night. And we saw a huge bear. And it was what is it, like a red blob? It's a white blob. A white blob. It was huge. And I laid him down and said, save me, protect me. <laughs> I supposed to protect the sheep, but I was like, this thing comes. I don't, Help me. I don't want to die doing a show. But we watched it on the blob for a while, and then the blob went away. Wow. But we think the sheep were calling it in, but then it's, it heard or smelled us or something. But those are pretty cool. Those that's really cool. I've never seen those mm-hmm. things before. Yeah, that's a great story. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm just going to make this a regular segment where I come on and talk about scams. Scams that are taking advantage of folks. They, I, I'm super interested in them. One, because some of them are really good. But I just don't want you guys falling for it. If it's the blue check mark, if it's a Nigerian prince, there's just every kind mm-hmm. of scam out there. This is the one I got. So, and this is pretty sophisticated. I got a call saying an order for an iPhone had been placed on my Amazon account. And a lot of people have Amazon accounts. A lot of people have iPhones. And so I looked it up. I knew I didn't order an iPhone on my Amazon account. But they're both so generic and things that a lot of people have that they're just playing a numbers game here. And so this is what's happening. So here's a clip of the call I got. Here you go. Place for Apple iPhone 11 Pro using your Amazon account. If you do not authorize this order, press 1 or press 2 to authorize this order. So you're looking for you to push a button? Either one. Because either one's going to take you to somebody who's then trying to get your information. Yeah. So first I go, well, I didn't order a phone. And then it's an uh, iPhone 11. And I'm like, well, a criminal's not going to order an 11. 11. What are they doing? Ordering from 2018? (laughs) So it's a scam. Just know they're just trying to get you to push a button because they're going to get someone on to talk with you. What kind of dirty dog is this on the phone? Their job is trying to scam you out of your information. And so you get on and they go, hey, we need access to your account so we can get in and cancel it. Don't fall for that. No, no. So what do you do? Just hang up on them? Just hang up on them. Don't press buttons. Hang up. iPhone 11. Guys, for as sophisticated as that is, we need to up that up. Like it's time to update (laughs) your system to like a 13 or a 14. Uh, this woman, 33 years old, is scammed out of $85,000 by a Nigerian fraudster Ugh. posing as a hunky Greek widower on Hinge who wrote her a love poem that she later discovered was stolen from the internet. Oh, it's man. It's just this one after the horrible. other. It must have been a good poem. 
Well, you know, usually when this happens, it's like an 80-year-old. Yeah, she's vulnerable. But she was talking with a Nigerian scammer who had tricked her into trusting him and even sent a poem. And you know, when you go poem, you go, that's full love. Yeah, man. That's full vulnerability. I'd probably get money too. Somebody wrote me a poem. (laughs) Hey, Abby, can you talk to me for a second about these dating apps? So you were on Hinge or you are on Hinge, right? That's Is that your app of choice? Mm -hmm. And so how would she have met this guy? Is it still a swipe right? Like both pictures? Does she get to message him first? Does he message her first? Yes. No, that's the one where like if you both swipe right on each other, then you can message each other. Okay. Or like comment on a picture and... Has anyone ever sent you a poem? No. Mm. A poem? No. Has anyone ever asked for money? Uh-uh. Are you on right now? Yes. Any luck? Inactive, no. Oh, inactive? <laughs> Have you shut your really account down? No, it's still on there. I just haven't been looking or swiping or anything. So. How, how often do you get on the app? Oh, uh, when I'm bored. <laughs> okay. See, I but just, I mean, not I that much, I just talked though. her back around to it because she said she's not looking or swiping, but you do look. <laughs> well, it's been like a week, so... Okay. Yes. When's the last time you went out with someone from Hinge? Um, that was the last one, that coffee date that was not good. Who oh. told you he had other multiple dates? Yes. And he uh-huh. tried to give her food from his last date, donuts or something, Yeah, right? he's like, oh, I guess we could go eat these at the back of my truck. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Do you see how someone could fall for a, a trickster on Hinge? I don't think so. No, I, I don't fall for that. So I don't think I would fall for it. If you did, would you be embarrassed to tell us? Yeah. You wouldn't tell us? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> So Any weird. chance any of those guys were fake Nigerian fraudsters? Uh-uh. I think it's pretty obvious when they are. Because mm-hmm. they usually have like typos and, you know, so it's like, okay, this is weird. They're talking in a weird way. How many guys have you met on Hinge and went on a date with? I think only one. That guy. That's the only one? What about the guy that like choked and almost died? Oh, or- that was like organic that I met. Or he slid into my DMs. Oh. oh well, yeah, I guess. Is that organic now, DMs? <laughs> is DM organic? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't so know. it's not an app. It's just another digital place? Right. Well, yeah. he saw me sing in <laughs> Bobby Fest. I never said that. You never said Until that? Until so now. He yeah, watched you sing yes. a listener. at Bobby Fest mm-hmm. and then messaged you from the stage, basically, going, I think you're hot. So Later. Yeah. No, he was just like, oh, you killed it up there. And I was like, oh, cool. But you're in Kansas. so And then I ignored him for like five months. And then finally, I was like, okay. Oh, you're cute. But you saved it? What? He came back five months later? He kind of like slid into my DMs on various, you know, stories I had. Yeah, you never told us he was watching a show. I didn't. Yeah. And I don't know why, I just did. <laughs> he let the truth come out. You, It was a listener, guys, like we thought. I know, but he didn't act that way. Did she tell us he wasn't a listener? Yes, because I said I he, the only reason he wants to go to Florida is because he wants to meet Bobby and have backstage no. passes. And you said he no. did come to Florida. And then, you you oh said his goodness. mom. Stop. You said yes. his mom. And then guess what? They broke up right after he got to come to Florida and... Oh, no. that's all they wanted. Oh, that's all he wanted. Meet Bobby. <laughs> no, that's not what <laughs> wow. it is. He didn't, she didn't even meet Bobby. Dang. Dang okay. He did slide my DM, so that's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you bit first. Okay, Abby. Out there. Sorry to bring that up. Yeah, I just I wanted that some there. more background on Hinge. Don't they on Hinge too leave their voice? And a guy can be like, hey, uh, I'm Mike, and I'm just looking for a girl that likes to hang out and do, do party stuff. Yeah, you can do that. They can answer with their voice, so I like that. Because you can know I what they sound like. Cool. That yeah. sounds creepy. Because no. I never leave like a small voice thing that doesn't sound creepy. If it's like, what are, what are your hobbies? Fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, that, that in every way sounds creepy. Yeah. All right, Abby, thank you. Sorry that happened to you. Yeah, thanks. And, but you're looking still organic only. Yep, organic only. So that means DMs. <laughs> yeah, that's all my. Okay. Uh, finally, a woman pays for a Russian astronaut to return to Earth mm. in a scam. 
Oh wow. That is next level. Police are investigating whether a woman was scammed into sending around $30,000 to a person who claimed to be an astronaut. Work, it's a sca- get, Guys, come on. I don't even need to launch in this come investigation. On. Launch. Yes. Uh, thank you. Working at the one. International Space Station and needing money to return to Earth. I mean. That's lonely that's up there. That's a ticket you got to have. <laughs> I just can't get back to Earth without your money. That is crazy. Dang. But the person continued to ask for money. After she was like, mm, I don't know if I have any more. They said, well, we need landing fees now. Okay. Like, we got enough oh. to get down, but we need landing fees. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean. Uh, You're going to give someone money to come back to Earth. You're just begging to give money away. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that stinks for her. She's 65. That's not 85 or 90. You know, but vulnerability, know. vulnerability does. I agree. It doesn't discriminate. Guys, we got to be a little smarter than that, though. I know. I, but when, you're, but when you're sensitive, <laughs> I and yeah, vulnerable. I know. But come on. All right, that's what's up. Thank you, guys. Sometimes an artist, a superstar, will just call one of our hotline numbers, and right now it looks like Ashley McBride is on the phone, which is pretty cool. I haven't talked to Ashley in a while. Everybody, cool. say hi, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. What's happening, Ashley? What do we owe this appearance to? Well, we've been trying to get in touch with you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> funny. Real funny. Yeah, I'm all good on the warranty. <laughs> I bought two in the last couple of weeks, so I should be pretty good. <laughs> I was wondering if you were in a position to where, you know, you could receive some good news. Mm, let me check real quick. Okay, I'm in, I'm in the good news spot. What are you going to let me know here? Well, congratulations, because WSIX is the CMA Broadcast Award winner for Large Market Station of the Year. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. How about that? And uh, congratulations, Bobby Bone Show, because you are the CMA Broadcast Award winner for Daily National Personality. Of- okay, that's good. <laughs> okay. Wow, both are cool. Hey, right, listen. I was like, well, how about that? I give that a solid C. But then they said us. We're like, let's go. Hey, that means party. What? What? We got to have a celebratory party. Like when artists get number ones, they have a number one party. So uh, we have to have a party. <laughs> Oh, well, that's I did not expect this. And honestly, when she told me the radio station, I thought, how am I going to awkwardly get out of this segment? Because <laughs> we're on a lot of radio stations. I don't know. But well, that's really cool. Good for. Let me shout out Gator Harrison, our program director. Yeah. That's the first. Crushes award. it here. And then Ashley. Hey Ashley, can I ask you a couple questions while you're on? Sure. Okay. So you go on. I believe it was CBS this morning. And when Garth invited you to be a member of the Opry, did you not know that was coming at all? No, not at all. I knew that I was going to talk about the Lindyville record and that I was going to be talking about the horse accident. Um, I definitely didn't know that that was going to happen because that's not not how Opry invitations normally happen. Nor did I know they had secretly flown my mother in. So that that was when I started ugly crying. Oh, that's awesome! Wow. So I I've seen a lot about your new record and like my friend Kaylee. I mean, I have friends that are on this record, and they didn't even tell me anything about it while they were recording it. What is this project that, that you're putting out? Uh, Ashley McBride presents Lindyville. So I figured I would get some friends together and we would do a thing. It all started with a sentence. You know what would be cool? And then we did the thing that would be cool. And then after that, we were like, you know what we should do? We should make it a record. Even if we don't put it out, we should still make it a record. And what's the difference? What's the difference in this project and like another project where you were just inspired to write a bunch of songs about something in your life? We noticed that over the years, um, uh, several of us, Nicolette Hayford and Aaron Ratier and myself and Connie Harrington, like we noticed that we had these weird characters that popped up on different people's records. Sometimes it was on mine, sometimes it'd be on something Aaron was doing or Nicolette was doing. We thought we would take those characters and give them neighbors and a place to live. And we wound up naming that, that town Lindyville. And Lindyville's out now, by the way. And my friend Kelly Hammock's on it. And I saw her in a, the group picture and I was like, I didn't hear anything about this. 
and to, when you guys were, were um, you know, promoting that it was coming out. So, hey, look, I, I know you didn't expect to be interviewed, and we didn't expect you to call, so we're all surprised. How about that? Yeah, it's all level playing field here. All right, Ash. Hey, Ashley, great to talk to you. Congratulations on the Opry invite. That's really special, and the new record. And congratulations to us for yeah. winning the award here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now go do something nice for yourself. Our, oh, we already do. Uh, Lunchbox at party, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ashley, have a good day. You too. Bye, guys. All right, bye-bye. Did I not react properly to the station thing? I just thought that. You I reacted did, the way I was thinking. I wow. did not know that Ashley McBride was going to call us. And then she's like, SIX one station of the year. I'm like, I'm not the station guy. Yeah, that's not your award. And I thought, right. they're calling the wrong person. They just called the radio station and we answered. <laughs> right. So that's a Gator Harrison. Uh-huh. Who's the station manager who does a great job. Love him. But I was like, that ain't me. <laughs> and then I knew that we had been nominated, and I was like, uh, what about us? It was going to be awkward. And then she went, and I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, so it's kind of awkward, but in the end, it's good. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, here's everybody who's going to get a trophy. Oh, no. Because we thought we'd be funny. Now it's going to get awkward again. And list everybody. No, no, no. It's not okay. awkward at all. It's the opposite. Here we go. Who's getting a trophy um, for a CMA? Me. Thank you. Amy. Yep. Eddie. Yep. Lunchbox. Yep. Yeah. Morgan. Yep. Ray. Yep. Scuba Steve. Yep. Mike D. Yep. Abby. Yep. I mean, it's the whole, it's everybody. That's amazing. Yeah. They so, gotta be like, I mean, cause in years past, it's just been like three or four of us. And like, that's gotta be expensive for them to buy all those trophies. Hey guys, it's a team effort. Hey, they're lost. You know what? They're that's lost. awesome though. I love it. It's yes. just, they're probably like, okay, cha-ching, cha-ching. So yeah, super pumped. Everybody gets a real life trophy this year. Cause everybody awesome. deserves it on this show. You know what? Every listener is getting one too. Oh, wow. wow. Just hit up the CMAs. <laughs> Did they replace ones or can that break? Oh, no, Amy. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Stop it. I don't think so. They're they're glass, y'all. I think this is our- glass. uh, Yeah, they're really nice. Uh, They're really nice. (laughs) Did you drop it? it, mm -hmm. Okay. We'll talk off the air. Okay. (sighs) Did it shatter? I could glue it. Did it it shatter? Um, There's some pieces everywhere, but then like the main tube part, you Mm -hmm. know, like the- uh, it, uh, it, it, it it was right at the beginning because it was in the box <laughs> no, no, and I was getting out of my car and I you was, broke it immediately. Didn't even have a life. It's I've been it's heartbreaking because it happened right when I got it out of my. And car. you never told us until mm. till now because so I thought, you pulled it out of the car out of the box and then it just slips. No, I pulled it out of the car. I don't know. It tumbled out. Oh t- yeah, probably. Oh, it, then, it probably did it. And then I thought, well, it's in this box, so no way it broke. And then when I opened it up, the cardboard box, of course it. <laughs> cushioned it. <laughs> Amy, you sound like my kids trying to tell a story of how they broke something. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, it's congratulations to us. Yeah. All right, come on in. We want in. Uh, check out Ashley's record. And, okay, all that. A voicemail from Kelly in Texas. I was calling to say congratulations on your engagement. I uh, don't listen to the show as much live anymore due to COVID and not driving as much. So I'm still listening to it in order, and you just got engaged in my world. So congrats. Really happy for you and Caitlin, and uh, looking forward to seeing what happens with the wedding with all the planning as I listen to the podcast from fall of 2020. Okay, bye. Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, don't tell her what happens. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it. Well, she'll hear this months, months later. That's true. But it's honestly like watching a TV show after all your friends have already watched it. Yeah. You're just watching it later, uh-huh. which was a number I could call. And be like, hey guys, I'm just watching Umbrella Academy season three. <laughs> Hilarious. Episode two. And they'll be like, dude, we did that like two years ago. All right, there's that one. This is Eliana from Delaware. I have a morning corny. What does Jack Skeleton like to listen to in the morning? The Bobby Bone Show. Bye. Cute. Yeah, I think she wrote that or her parent did. <laughs> it's an original. Get it? Yeah. All right, that's what's up. Here's Amy's pile of stories. What's your earliest memory? Oh, I, I have it. 
Don't say birth. Well, I remember this light coming into the okay. dark tunnel. See, I knew it. I was a baby. <laughs> and I remember going, and I was like, what is that light? I, I must it. pursue it. Uh, no, I remember being like four or five. And I do remember being with my biological father. And he had a, pit, a large pit bull. And I was riding it. And I remember that. And right after that, I remember my fifth birthday where they said my name on the radio. Well, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. They said happy birthday to me. My aunt memory. got me a little radio and said, turn the radio on. And he was like, oh, let's give a birthday shout out to Bobby. And I was like, dang, I want to be just like love. <laughs> Why do you ask? Because a study was done and a percentage of people, they think they can remember things from when they were two years old. And a chunk of people say they recall taking their first steps or speaking their first words. Can I say, I think people have seen pictures of this. <laughs> or videos, yeah. And then they go, oh, yeah. And then that's fair. But I've never met someone who honestly can remember anything before about three. Three, three and a yeah. half. Yeah. For me, I'm a solid four and a half first memory guy. But there's no chance. I do have a buddy that says he come, came out of the birth canal and remembers it. <laughs> he says it. He's such a liar. All right, what else you got? Well, another study found that there are five types of work days. But this could also be, if even if you're not working, you might have Sucky these ones, five. Sort of. Worse ones. Annoying ones. <laughs> hey, so there's typical, which is, you know, not too many bumps. You're not crushing it, but you're also not slacking. Then there's the ideal day where you're more productive. Then we get into crisis days, disengaged days, and then straight up toxic days. And luckily the toxic ones are the least amount that we have, but that's when it's a really bad day. Like your boss is being a jerk, you argued with a coworker, or something just annoying keeps happening over and over. Yeah, I kind of uh, shift between crisis and disengaged. You don't ever have ideal? It's all ideal. Or, it's all ideal yeah. for me. It's all ideal for me. What are, you, what are you talking about? Anytime I come up here, some some evenings when I'm just bored, I come up and do a fake show. That's that, how much I love it. I sit here in the dark room and I'm just like, hey, everybody. And I do, serious? Yeah, it's fun. Huh. It's fun for me. It's therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when it comes to work for Rascal Flats, I don't know if there was more toxic days or what. But Penny Gary, what year? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Lavox says that they don't really talk anymore. He, you know, it's nothing. No bad blood. They with each wish each other the best, but they're not really talking. However, and Bobby, I know you're friends with Gary, so I don't know if you know any more about this. They might eventually hit the road again together for that COVID farewell tour they had to do that got canceled and I feel like if they're not talking that might be weird well here's what I think I think that they're probably going man this kind of sucks not playing big shows mm. obviously you, you have an identity there you're celebrated for that you're making good money although I'm sure they're fine financially but you have to miss that you know Gary's doing solo stuff Jay DeMarcus bassist and his cousin is running a record label but Jay's still also playing in a band, and Gary's playing solo, and I don't know what's up with Joe Don, but yeah, eventually they're going to go, why are, we, why are we not playing together? So they're going to, at some point, get back together and play again. I haven't been told this. I haven't talked, oh, I talked to Gary about a week ago. He asked if he could store his car in my garage. Okay, but not about this. But not about this, yeah. <laughs> he was like, can I, put, he's like, can I put my car in your garage for a little bit? I said, yeah, sure, why not? I said, uh, about like three months, because we're going to have some work done in the Bronco. And he says, well, what happens after three months? I said, well, it's on blocks out in front of the house if you don't come get it. So, but I'll, maybe I'll ask him next time. Okay. Yeah. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Colleen Sands went to UNC Greensboro where she became a nurse afterwards. And she started working at Wake Forest in the cancer department. And after about 10 years, she's like, man, I need to do something to celebrate my career in nursing. So she started training for an Ironman. 
And she's like, you know what? Since it's my 10-year anniversary, I'll do an Ironman and I'll raise $10,000 for the cancer unit. Well, she put up the thing online, raised over $12,000, and ran the Ironman. And then she did the Ironman? Yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's the one with the three. Is that, yeah. What is that? Triathlon? Swim, bike, run. Yeah, and yeah, it's, but it's, it's like, more than a triathlon. It's so so. Really I've far. done a triathlon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk week first before I get to real man stuff, real man, <laughs> real woman stuff, real woman, say. Colleen, real Sands. person stuff. Yeah, uh, I did a uh, triathlon, which you start off and you swim a mile. So I swam a mile. Had a panic attack. Terrible. Finished it, but I was like, I never swam in open water before. I've trained yeah. in the pool only. And people be kicking you right in the face, kicking my goggles off my face. Oh, because you're all swimming in a big like. Try to school. fist fight somebody, but couldn't see him, so who knew who I was fighting? <laughs> okay. So I got out of that, and then I went and I I, I ran. I um, know I biked 25 miles, so I got on a bike and I rode for 25 miles, and then I ran six miles. And then you finish, and you're like, dang, I just did the most crazy thing ever. Okay, you think until you hear about the Iron Man. Which the Iron Man, you swim 2.4 miles. Oh, man. Where I did one. Yeah. And then you bike. When where I bike 25, they bike 112. Oh, my goodness. And then where I yeah. did a six-mile run, they, they do, get a, they do a marathon, 26.2 miles. <gasps> Crazy. And how do you have that. the energy to do that? How do, you do, how do you train? That's all of it. And that's why they do the running at the end, right? Because, I mean, you're well, always going to Well, they do the swimming. swimming first so you don't drown and right. die. And you, you're not going to be on a bike when you're exhausted, too. You can wreck that. I'd rather be on a bike. Are you I think I'd be on a bike at the end. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd rather be on a bike at the end because I just, I just coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let the wind. Let I, the just wind go to the, I just go to the top of a hill and coast. Downhill. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Good job to her. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan you get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber Teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. 
Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.